Hello, I'm Victoria Medina, and welcome to the Celebrations of Life podcast, a show that honors those we love and lost and celebrates life that continues. Today is part two of our special interview with Anthony Fedorov and A.J. Raphael. In part two, we discuss the importance of talking about how we feel after we lose someone we love, moving forward, and how to always keep those we love close. But first, here is another sample from their beautiful song, Baby Bird. I know it's not forever I'll see you once again We'll roam the halls together each other's hand Still hurts like hell, not gonna lie The moon will never look the same At least I know you're now at peace And though your story here is done Another has begun Baby I'm sorry that you you both went through it. It's in thinking about we were talking about your dad AJ and talking about what's going on today. The difference is is then we had a choice. There was an option. Maybe we exactly. couldn't be there, but we had the option to be there. And you just inspired me to ask you this. How does it make you feel to talk about it? Do you think it do you think it's good to talk about this? I mean, I think so. I mean, it's, I don't think it's healthy to hold anything in um, because, you know, one way or another, it just, it's going to manifest something inside of you that's just going to, you know, hurt you physically and emotionally. Um, so I've always, it's all like my, my defense mechanism is to actually like get it out because I can't, I can't hold it in. And I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to, to be an artist and to be able to express it in an artistic way. Uh, so when I, when I get in these moments, it's just, there's like a something higher takes over and it just, and that's how I'm able to grieve. And no matter what song I write in that moment, it sort of captures that moment in time. So I, I think it's important to, to express, especially during this time, because we're so isolated, we have to be isolated from each other. I think this is actually a really, really great opportunity for us to also lean on each other and share our pain and our experiences because I think that's only human, right? It's part of yes. human nature for us to, we're not meant to go through these things alone, which is yeah. what makes it so hard. So I, I think it's definitely healthy to talk about it. I think, I think it is. I think all of those things are, are right. Me, the way I have dealt with things over the years has been to hold it in. When I first heard about my cousin, I'm just looking at the phone. I'm like, no way, you know, typing, texting everybody. And like, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. I'm like this, you know, this sucks. This is sad, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until I like said it out loud to my girlfriend, Alyssa, said it out loud is when I started crying. You know what I mean? And like yeah. it, it's been, it's kind of easy to read something 
and be like, okay, I guess this is real. But, you know, it really takes like talking and, and saying something out loud for it to, for it to be real. I would like to have <laughs> what you have this, the, the defense mechanism of talking and blurring it, blurting it all out. And I do that in a sense with other experiences like, like love and, and, and heartbreak in, in a love sense, right. And writing those songs. But when it comes to loss, I don't know. I, maybe it's um, cause over the years, I have these random kind of outbursts, like when I visit the cemetery, maybe every couple of years mm-hmm. where I just like bawl and cry and I talk instead of just praying in my mind. I'm like, Hey dad. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're, you know, hope you're well. I'm praying to God in my mind. Right. And, and it's not until I say it out loud. So I do believe that it is healthy for you and everyone needs to cry sometimes, you know, and it, Maybe it'll come from a show. You're watching a TV show that reminds you of someone or listening to a song like Baby Bird, right, to, to get those feelings out. So uh, yes and to everything that you said, Anthony. And for those who have a harder time, like me, of, of letting it out, you know, I do think it is important to, um, to get it out there so it helps you heal, honestly. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't until I started talking about it with mutual friends. And then just also it's it's like you were saying before, Anthony, and, and you're talking about AJ with all of your family, it's having that shared experience and knowing that some of the things that you're feeling because one of the things that's that I have a friend of mine is a grief counselor. And one of the things that she kept saying to me, just be kind to yourself. It, it seems so simple, but when she was saying it to me, it was, it, it just had another, it just had a more deeper meaning because I realized with my upset, I wasn't really being kind to myself. And and so that's why I've started realizing why I think it, it's, especially now, as, as you're saying, that it, it's good that we talk to each other because we are isolated also. And I think the more that we share this experience that we all go through in some way, uh, I think helps each other out. So I, I, I so appreciate everything that you're both sharing with us. One of the things that I wanted the show also to be about, because this is a sense of what I, I've been experiencing, is I also have a greater sense and a greater appreciation for life because there's there's more of a closeness to me of its fragility and and i wonder how do you honor the memories of people that you love and people that you lost and take them with you but still enjoy life because ultimately no one who passes who loves us wants us to not enjoy life but yet we have to partner with and connect with and honor those emotions and still move forward for a variety of reasons. You know, it's actually a, it's a quite a complicated question for me. And only recently in the last, I would say three months, I sort of found some clarity on why it's so complicated because I like part of my demeanor 
you know, and I've had a few people say this to me is sort of, yeah, it'd be, I'm, I'm, pre, I'm pretty chill most of the time. Like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty um, balanced, but I also, there's a constant sense of sadness with me. Like after losing my brother, I, I try to honor, to answer, answer your question, I try to honor uh, him and, you know, by living my life in a way that, that I know he'd be proud of me. So that's, that's the happy part. See, smiling, that's the happy part. That's the good part. So everything I do, I, I feel like he's watching over me and, and he's guiding me through it in, in the way I raise my son and how, um, you know, how I treat my wife and just the choices that I make, I, I always feel like he's watching me and like, all right, I, I see you. You're calling me out on some stuff right now. So, um, so I, I do honor him by living my life as best as I possibly can and just make good choices. But the, the, uh, when it becomes complicated is, is where there's a, a, there's, there's a part of me that's broken that I don't think will ever get fixed. And it's Jen actually points out that that is that broken part of me is also my superpower when it comes to creating the things that I create. And, you know, I just to echo what you were saying, because I, I, I do feel a closer connection to life because I understand its fragility and, and everything. And I feel everything. I, I feel people energy like it just it all just goes into my spine. And yeah, I just I'm I'm the only time that I would say that I'm fully happy is like when I'm playing with Julian where I'm not thinking about anything else, you know, and there's a part of my, I feel like my part of my brother is in him. Cause I, I see little snippets here and there and, and, but yeah, it's, it's a balance of, of living your life as best as you can to honor the person that, that you've lost. But I've also kind of figured out that, there's there's a part of me that's broken that will never get fixed or i have to you know i have to at least address it because it, for the longest time it's just i can't figure out why i'm not ever fully happy you know and it's a it was a pretty big thing for me to admit it wasn't until i had a few people kind of point that out that i thought about it and i'm like yeah that that makes sense so it's interesting because, and, and I so appreciate you sharing that because in many ways, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, because you do have moments when you are happy. Yes. And, and you do have moments when you're with your son and you're seeing him. And what I love that you said is that, and you have moments where you feel your brother with you. Because I do that. I feel that. And I, I love that you share that. And so in many ways, it's, it's your journey. And, and that's okay. And, and living life and honoring life and celebrating life in whatever way that we do, you know, accepts that. Because you do, you are doing great things. You are doing wonderful things. And so, and, you know, so I, I think it's all part of accepting all our different layers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I I, tell, I feel you on that, man. Like, I yeah, it it hurts me to uh, to hear you say that it's broken, because I feel I do feel the same way as well. And maybe I look at it at that kind of broken piece of my heart as 
I, I try to look at it more as like a space that I am holding uh-huh. of all the, for my dad specifically, where it's like, there's obviously so many moments of sadness during the end of, you know, the last month of his life. And then, but then in that space as well, so many happy memories that, that make me want to continue his, his legacy. And I, it's, it's cool to me that, yeah, I I was young, but my dad was, was older. So he had done so many cool things in his life and written music and stuff and you know I'm making a documentary about my dad um yeah that I am uh, you know I got it crowdfunded and stuff and because people want to hear the stories that people want to tell I guess you know and it's not like my fans who my dad was it's just like they they want to know something that I care about right um so part of that journey is just asking people who knew him when he was younger about him and how he was like when he was my age or when he was younger so I could maybe get a better sense of how how he would be knowing knowing me now and what I do and music and stuff so I feel really lucky that there's something tangible which is music actually that he had to leave with choir conducting and you know, my mom took over his choir at church it's we still continue it today you know things like that it is a little easier to continue that journey to honor him so to answer your question that's that's kind of how i do it that's how i honor him and his memory by just playing music you know which is really cool I feel you on everything you said, Anthony, man, like, and that's totally okay, bro. Like to, to feel that kind of sadness all the time, but it does make you appreciate these happy moments. And I think it take, it does take loss. I mean, both of you, both of y'all know, and anyone who's listening for you to kind of take, uh, to look at life in a different perspective, you know, I think it wasn't really, and I don't really want to speak on behalf of my girlfriend, but what I noticed before she had both of her grand, uh, her grandmas around. And last year when she lost her grandma was really when we started visiting her other grandma more or making more trips to be like, hey, let's go see your grandma. You know what I mean? So it, it does take that to have a different perspective on, on life. It does. I, I do recognize that I didn't quite get a sense of what some of my friends had gone through because I was very fortunate, my my grandparents and you know my parents lived a very long life. So when I had friends who lost their parents much younger than I did, I I couldn't really have the appreciate. I, I felt for them, but I I do think yeah. you, until you actually live through it, you can't really you don't really understand those emotions because you don't have them. So I could see how. And, but the, one of the beauties that you said is that, you know, you're seeing, you know, she's seeing her grandmother more and she's appreciating that more. And, and, and that's really, that's really special. And so you're both taking the people that you love with you and, and you're, you're carrying their spirit on, which is beautiful. I think it's one of the things we spoke about once before that my funeral director said, you know, to continue to tell their story. 
And so in many ways, that's what you're both doing, which is another brilliant way of honoring them and what they gave to each of you here. This is the end of part two. Please join us for part three as we conclude our interview with Anthony Fedorov and AJ Raphael. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please email me at info at aquamarineevents.com. You will find the information about today's show and all contact information in the show notes, as well as where you can download Baby Bird and the link to listen to Anthony's YouTube show. Please subscribe so you will know as soon as a new episode is available. If you have already subscribed, thank you. Please leave a review and tell all your friends. Until next time, Celebrations of Life invites you to not only celebrate the lives of those you love, but to each and every day celebrate those special moments in your life. Be safe, be well, and be loved.